Welcome to Reactivators, the podcast where we review video games from inside video games. The Reactivator is a magical device that allows us to travel into the world of any video game. We react to the games we invade. Every week on the podcast, we bring a guest into the Reactivator to give them an opportunity to see one of their favorite video games from a new perspective. We are Reactivators. As always, you can email us at reactivators at gmail.com if you got any notes. I'm your host, Mr. AAA, the COD King, the indie go-go-getter, and hey, the birthday boy, Nick Funko Stanza. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this is a birthday episode. It is, uh, it's releasing on my birthday. Everybody get excited uh i i'm throwing myself my own party here <laughs> and uh you know i have a co-host um i usually say he's always here well guess what he's not <laughs> so i have another co-host today a very special guest from the meet improv and in fact the second ever guest on this show it's the i'm a cowboy not a farmer kid jake jabor <laughs> Wow. Uh, first off, happy birthday. I did not know this was a birthday episode. So um, thanks for having me and thanks for inviting me to your birthday. Oh, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to have you. I got some streamers I'll put up later. We'll cut the oh, cake. Great. Um, yeah, so uh, not to immediately uh, break kayfabe, as they say, but uh, although this is not being recorded on my birthday. It is being recorded on producer Brent Flyberg's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Brent. Happy birthday, Brent. Uh, back to me. Well, really back to you. <laughs> Jake, how's games? Games is good. Um, or uh, Yeah, games is good, I guess. I haven't played games in a minute, so I'm excited to be here for a little bit of games. So we had you on... 44 episodes ago wow nearly a year wow uh, what's changed in gaming for you since then well i've been doing quite a bit less of it uh not a reflection of being a guest on this podcast <laughs> um but uh um i really dug in deep during the quarantine uh played a lot of games and uh i have since not fired it back up uh in a minute so no, I think I got to play a lot of the games I wanted to play. Um, and then I had bought a few games. I don't know how much how much you care what this answer is. Uh, I care. Then I bought, okay. <laughs> then I bought some games and tried to play some more games and was like, oh, I think maybe like I scratched that itch for a minute. So um, uh, yeah, I, I haven't played a ton of games, but I am interested in, I like hearing about game gossip game uh what's happening with games that always interests me i enjoyed free guy i don't know if that counts hey uh, i brought that up recently i also enjoyed that movie <laughs> yeah i think I, a lot of people did i don't i mean it seems to be doing well it was very fun i think i'm just gonna repeat myself here but it felt like the first game movie maybe ever where it seemed like the person who made it actually had played a video game before yeah agreed it, it felt very much like grand theft auto online and i think it was a feat of engineering for that movie to be pg-13 and pull it off and still have the kinds of tropes like one particular 
cameo. I'm not going to spoil it, but a famous actor portrays a character in the world of the game and really nails it, I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was great. Uh, very fun. Um, and uh, I got one more quick question for you. Now, I know you're not huge on gaming, but I do think of you as something of a foodie. Is that accurate? Mm. Yeah, that's accurate. What's your take on a barcade? Oh, um... Uh, you know, I've always had a good time at a barcade, uh, but it feel I never think to go to them. Um, maybe in part because I feel like <clears throat> I like to go to bars to like with people and talk to them. I want to be very clear. I almost said like I like to go to bars and talk to people, uh, <laughs> um, but I like to go with like friends or something. Or I like to like sit and play video games. So the combination of it feels like I'm, I've got like one toe in, like I'm, my focus is split. Uh, so I'm like half playing uh, X-Men or whatever and half listening to a friend. Uh, so I like them. I think they're a very cool thing. Um, but I might be more of like, I like pool at a bar. That feels a little bit more conversational because there's like a little break in the action. I don't know. Maybe there's like some arcade games I don't know about where like one side goes and then you like chat for a little while. The other side goes. <laughs> but I don't know. Not that I can think of. <laughs> pool yeah. the video game. Yeah. Pool the video game. I uh, had Monopoly the video game if that uh, counts or cares for anyone. <laughs> That's it's slightly sucked. more. Yeah, I, I, it's not a great board game to begin with, in my opinion. <laughs> no, and animating that little dog doesn't make it any better. Well, look, we have so many fantastic guests <laughs> today. Let's get them in here. The, this is the most guests we've ever had on the show at once. If all of them end up showing up, it is my entire childhood friend group. Just six boys. Please welcome to the show Reed Dale, Dan Frost, Connor Arakaki, and Jack. <laughs> and I think that I, I think Ryan just showed up. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, during, the, during the intro roll, but there he is, and Ryan Koo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> welcome. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know cool, when to talk. Oh boy. I thought this was going to be chaotic from the jump. It's nothing. <laughs> no, it's the exact opposite. We're all too afraid to talk over each other now that there's seven of us. <laughs> well, uh, let's go ahead. Uh, please. Uh, I was gonna say, does it uh, uh, <laughs> does it no jack <laughs> uh does it does it serve any Generally, um, I'll, I'll only do this one time, I swear, but on my podcast, we have everybody say hi after we introduce them. So, you know, the voices, but I don't know if uh, I don't I, I don't know if you want to just refer to them collectively as your friend group. And then <laughs> that's enough. Now, thank you for keeping me on track. I do want to introduce everyone one by one. Let's start with uh, the first one who popped up, Connor Arakaki, becoming a mainstay. Hey of uh video game comedy podcasts yeah i'm running around the circuit uh riding on coattails left and right it's been great and, i was uh, very happy to finally be on your podcast nick happy birthday oh thank you so much uh, oh you're Connor, welcome 
how's yeah. games games are um they're they're good i like games have hmm. fun i'm not convinced by that answer yeah i'm a very unconvincing person like that no no they're they're good though uh i was playing a game called slay the spire earlier it's a little indie game okay but it's like a, a rogue light and you go through this dungeon and you play playing cards to do attacks and defend and every time you do an encounter you'll get a new card and you can upgrade your cards it's very addicting and i almost beat it on my third run and then i just completely messed up and died okay. but it's very good can't recommend it enough so to compare for maybe the listener this is the same category of game as say a hades yes uh, exactly um, and you but, nick mr mr indie gogo star uh <laughs> close enough this uh okay well if you do the intro again i'll remember what was what is it they call me the indie gogo getter indie gogo getter you would love this game because you love indie games you love hades and you love stardew valley and golf story our last and episode. golf story that's three <laughs> it technically counts that he is an indie go go getter well thank you for the compliment <laughs> uh let's let's go on to our next guest here hmm who should i pick uh how about um redale past uh, stream guest first time caller how you doing how's games hi everyone uh, i'm doing quite well. Some, some of the attentive listeners might recognize me from my infamous bean stream, uh, <laughs> wherein I showed everyone watching how to make a delightful vegetarian dinner. That, that is true. Now, Jake, <laughs> <laughs> Jake is something of a foodie. Uh, do you have any interest in hearing about this recipe? Yeah, well, I'm did it involve beans did you say beans or something he cooked yeah, beans was... live on camera during our video game stream <laughs> oh, okay that was a surprise uh fill-in i had about 15 minute lead time and okay uh, i was cooking dinner green uh black what what kind of beans are we uh, talking these these were cranberry beans so holy you know, shit well for quite a while okay. um you know, cook them in a little bit of butter um and a, a bit of acid some champagne vinegar start off with some collard greens uh add wow. a good amount of salt and pepper and you got yourself a meal now is the butter vegan i said vegetarian oh i'm sorry great i've already derailed this video game podcast to food and i've got it incorrect uh <laughs> hey Ray, can i ask you something Reed, oh. was this it was this IRL again or was this cooking mama? Uh just well, to keep it video games. At my house, I'm known as the cooking daddy. <laughs> it makes me very concerned that. for your girlfriend. <laughs> All right. Uh who said ew? I think that was uh guest Jack, uh one of our more recent stream guests. Jack, how's games? Um games are good. I, I like them. Um, all right fan. moving on no that's fair <laughs> wow because reed wasted so much time talking about beans let's hear danny Did somebody say beans <laughs> no uh danny <laughs> i'm sorry dan frost uh uh also past stream guest boy you guys have all been on it huh that's pretty cool we played some call of duty together on stream uh how's games uh games are well i've been using 
I just wanted somebody to use the correct grammar. I've been, <laughs> I'm about to lose access to a roommate's um, Xbox Game Pass. So I was trying to play through a bunch of games I hadn't played before, before they weren't free. So I recently played Psychonauts and Titanfall 2's campaign and mm. a little indie game called Genesis Noir. Just It was pretty fun. I'm having a good time. But it was kind of a rush thing, too. It's like, oh, I have about a couple of days to do this. I got to go beat all of Titanfall 2's campaign. What did you think of that game, Titanfall 2? It was really fun. Um, and it reminded me, some of its little bits reminded me of Half-Life 2, um, which is a big compliment. And it was also made in the Source Engine, which is kind of insane. Really? I know that. Yeah, I read that like online. That was in Source Engine? That was in the Source Engine. Wait, that's fucking wild. I know. Um, so yeah, I really liked it. And then I played it online and I was like, wow, this is a really fun game, but I'm not going to have access to it anymore. So anyway, <laughs> games are well. Games are well. Uh, that's the first correct grammar usage, <laughs> maybe on this show ever, <laughs> for any question. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> we lost our... <laughs> <laughs> sixth boy uh, oh <laughs> no disappeared. wow uh, we may have ryan Koo back at some point but let's uh let's keep it rolling i did want to talk about him and how we got our name um this so we have a long-running group chat on facebook messenger and for a long time it was called just six boys but I don't know who named it that. Does anybody remember? It's really inconsequential. It was Reed. It was Reed. Yeah, it was a reference to the Tim and Eric slash Zach Galifianakis YouTube short, uh, Just Three Boys, uh, which was a mock sitcom uh, starring Just Three Boys. It is not for the faint of heart. Interesting. Um, and Jake, I know you famously don't love Tim and Eric because you don't understand the rules. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh there are no rules really um him so, and eric the jazz of improv yeah i hate that <laughs> <laughs> i think you're accurate and way to drink like some brandy after saying that um please it's sparkling tempranillo okay great 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 um yeah i think you're absolutely right and i i think there's room for all of it uh sorry you were talking about your group Yes. Uh, Ryan, are you here? Oh, yes. <laughs> Ryan so, so typical. Cool. Welcome to the show. So typical. Ryan, how's games? Well, uh, I play games. I, I know games. Um, I may talk about games. So here I am. <laughs> Okay, let me start. Uh, as I was saying about our group here, we are called Just Six Boys. And the reason that I refer to us that way at this point is that Connor, it was, I believe, at your graduation party, graduation slash birthday, maybe in your backyard, your dad mm. cooked a bunch of great food. Most of us were there hanging out and um for those not aware, Ryan was my first roommate in LA. He met his girlfriend, Kelly, down there. They moved to Washington. And I remember sitting next to her at your party. And mm -hmm. she leaned over to Ryan and said, is this just six boys? <laughs> <laughs> that... <laughs> and uh, I'll always she, remember uh, that. She was really intrigued at our, at our uh, group chat name. 
(laughs) In that moment, Ryan, was she overwhelmed or underwhelmed? Um, I think she was probably underwhelmed. I don't think, uh, (laughs) I don't think there was much to go on. She was amazed by Connor's backyard. I remember that. (laughs) Shout out to my parents for being able to afford a nice backyard. Hell yeah. Thanks parents. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, and thank you, Jake. Yeah. Thank you, Jake. Uh, on <laughs> the note of games at that party, Connor, we all collectively got you a Nintendo Switch. That's true. It was you all, I think, as well as Zach. Uh, I think I pitched in as well. I had thought he didn't because I, he, at the time, he was such a, a negative dude. <laughs> I thought no, maybe just no one asked him. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. I can't believe everybody got this for me. And he just kind of looked at me and said, oh, well, you know, no, I, he just wanted to let me know, like, oh, I, I kind of pitched in too. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> it was very awkward, but. Shout out, Zach. Just moved to uh, California. He did. Yeah. So collectively, you all got Connor a gift for graduating? Yes. We, yeah, we got him a Nintendo Switch. That's in, that's incredible friendship. Did you do that for everybody? Do it, so, um. <laughs> So, you know, just had to go all out. That, that was it, my question. Did you do it for everybody who graduated? Did you guys do this? I'm apparently the most loved out of all of our friends. Wow. So it was just me. <laughs> I believe you were the last to graduate. You are a little younger than all of us, too. And I'm uh, still in the same year. I just I just took an extra year because I failed out of my major, a switch but... oh <laughs> that that too jake you're right i'll put nintendo at the forefront yeah i'd go reasons. last too if it got me a switch well connor is nice. just the he's just the sixth baby boy so <laughs> uh connor, i'm the youngest you remember, boy do you remember your reaction when we gave you a nintendo switch i feel like i no i actually didn't. you were angry <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't seriously angry. <laughs> it I felt was, like you were mad that we spent no, so much money. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I think I have that weird Asian guilt thing where, like, if people buy you a gift, it's immediately just like, why do you why do you spend money on this? Like, go spend it on your own Switch or something, <laughs> something like that. But his, I, wife's, I, his wife's boyfriend had already gotten him one, so we felt like it was kind of a a waste of our money. I think. Yeah. Uh, it was worse because it was after my vasectomy that he got it for me. So I was feeling extra guilty that he would just buy me a switch for that. But, you know, uh, unrelated. Uh, Jake, uh, that's all real. <laughs> that's someone who doesn't know them. <laughs> Don't oh, worry. What? No. no, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I was like, isn't that that uh, Wall Street boys thing? <laughs> uh, so um, we, yes, uh, we all grew up together. <laughs> Uh, but we got plenty of time to talk about that. Let's just move right into our first. Oh, before we move into our first segment, actually, I uh, so as I said, baby Tyler couldn't be here, but um, he wanted to say hi to everybody. So he sent me this. Hey, everyone, it's me, the baby Tyler Schnapp. Uh, just wanted to say sorry. I couldn't be there today um, for Nick's birthday recording. Happy birthday, Nick. I uh, actually have plans today is the, that you guys are recording. This is, of course, Fred Durst's birthday. And I was invited to the party by a friend of the show, 
Tony Hawk, who we actually met on Jake Jabor's episode. So thank you, Jake, for taking over co-hosting duties. Um, you know, this is huge for you. So I guess don't, don't fuck it up, but you'll be, I'm sure you'll be fine. And, you know, sorry to the other, you know, eight, eight men on the show, including the one who drinks from his ass. Uh, anyways, bye y'all. <laughs> Thank you, Tyler, for the message. <laughs> uh, for those not in the know, this has become something of a runner on our stream, but, uh, one of these guys, uh, does like to buy chug. <laughs> oh, so does that count as reading a voicemail on the show or <laughs> I'm going to count it. Yeah. All right. That's something. But count I just, it. you know, I want Tyler's presence to be felt even when he's not here, you know? Um, anyway, let's do our first segment. Uh, it's a birthday episode. I'm being self-indulgent. It's time for a supersized Costanza's Call of Duty quarter. <laughs> oh no. The more things change, the more they stay the same. <laughs> Enemy AC 130 above. 50,000 people used to live here. Now it's a ghost town. Glorigovich, Kravchenko, Steiner, all must die. The numbers, Mason. Duh, I know a place. You muppet. Bloody Yanks, I thought they were the good guys. Revenge is like a ghost. Ramirez. All right, let's do this. Welcome to Costanza's Call of Duty Corner. I the, about can I just interrupt stuff. for just one second? <laughs> yeah. It has occurred to me, we're on like, what, episode 47, 48? 46. You have been doing Call of Duty Corner <laughs> almost every episode for an entire year. And I got to say, I commend you for that. No matter how much Tyler hates it every week. I was phasing it out. And then we got an email from our listener, Tim, uh, who said he liked it. Sample size of one, since no one else ever comments on it who listens, I guess <laughs> it's popular. Uh, I like it. Thank you so much. That's uh, two now. Never change it. Okay, that's three. Um, well, let's kick off the Call of Duty corner. The promotional tour for Call of Duty Vanguard is uh, getting started. Last night, Connor and I played a special promotional level on Warzone where you and a bunch of other real players shoot at a non-player controlled train for 10 minutes. You just shoot at a train and shoot it with rockets and eventually it blows up. There's no other enemies. You just shoot a train. And then when the train explodes, the game makes you watch a trailer for this new game that's coming out. It ruled. Now that's a game <laughs> mode. It was a really good way to spend 15 minutes where everyone just keeps asking, what the fuck do we do? <laughs> Yeah, um, no, it was very bad. Uh, and we got to about minute three of the trailer before Dave skipped it, uh, which was great. He could have done it 30 seconds in. Uh, but a question here on that please. game mode. It sounds like it was payload, but dumbed down. Yeah, it payload the other Warzone mode, right? What? Yeah, so in that one, you're either attacking or defending a train that's being defended or attacked by other people there's two teams 10 people on each side this was like that except there was one train and you're not fighting anybody uh let's go to our call of duty correspondent connor art arakaki uh wait were you <laughs> Uh, there was a new patch for the game. You yeah. usually keep track of this kind of thing. Let's just get into the nitty gritty, you know, nothing funny, nothing interesting. Just tell us what's new in Call of Duty this week. 
So they introduced this new operator skin that looks uh, a lot like what I'm calling a gimp cowboy. Uh, he's my new character model. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun saying how much I like to be bound and bind other people. Uh, that's about it. There's no, nothing really special that doesn't change the meta, but it makes me feel powerful. Did you buy that skin? I wish. Uh, that skin to me is worth like, you know, like 3,000 COD dollars. So $30 USD. Yeah, that is the actual uh, conversion rate. Um, and most uh, skins cost about 2,000, 2,400. Um, I, uh, I bought one recently and it's, it looks ugly and we've talked about it here already. <laughs> yeah, I think it was me and Jack and Reed who were present for, for that. Just getting we, roasted for my soap skin. We, I think we had at the beginning advised you not to buy it, but I think I became more on your side to just spend your money irresponsibly. Uh, you're young and you live in LA. I think that's, that's part of living there, right? Yeah, spending money that you don't have is definitely part of the LA experience. <laughs> but you just had that uh, that settlement. You got you got some money. I did. Get You're paid all good, by Postmates. Yeah. <laughs> Eleven hundred dollars in unpaid earnings. Wow. Wait. Yay. That's a wait. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did one of those lawsuits. I never do anything like this. I missed out on Uber. My friend Nick made $500 off of that one. I probably could have gotten that or more with the amount I drove for them and Lyft. But this time uh, the opportunity came up. We were at dinner, uh, Connor and Ryan and I, um, and I just thought, you know what? I'm going to do it. And eight weeks later, I got a check for $1,100. Wait, uh, were we actually wow. together? <laughs> yeah, it's Sumono in Seattle. Oh, Whoa, wait, <laughs> gotcha. really? Yeah. Did that conversation I, turned into $1,100? Yes. <laughs> The boys That's just insane. keep on giving. Uh, yeah, and uh, Postmates, thank you for the money I should have got when I was working for you. Nick, uh, so, you considered class action fraud as a career? Hmm. Let's turn to our resident lawyer, Jack. Is, is this a valid career path? Um, I wouldn't do it. I think I'm supposed to say that. I don't really remember. Um. I, I, I wouldn't do that or at least don't get caught okay don't get caught with class action lawsuits fraud uh i want to talk about one more call of duty thing before we wrap up this segment um for the boys uh why don't we start with uh, danny because you haven't said anything <laughs> the longest um let's talk about your experience with call of duty everyone here besides jake plays it although you did play with us on the stream one time <laughs> yeah and you watched me die and then took my gun from me <laughs> uh, and then clipped it and put it on the internet of me getting <laughs> shot out of the sky i was in the game for eight seconds um but that's fine i don't have to have an opinion on it uh <laughs> All right, Jake, really let's start with you. What's your opinion on Call Good, of Duty? thank you, thank you. <laughs> it, it really shows the ruthlessness of war. Nick and I are good friends, and immediately uh, there was no moment of silence, no grieving. Watched my corpse fall from the sky, crash into the ground, and then took my body armor and was like, sorry, I need this. And then I just watched for the rest of the time, which I actually appreciated and thought was very funny. Um, so... Uh, 
that's my <laughs> that's what I fought for to say that. You appreciate mm. that. Um, thank you for your service. Uh, Danny, let's start with you. What's your experience with Call of Duty, specifically playing with me? <laughs> well, first I want to commend Connor because you asked him to prevent to not be funny, and I think he did a great job at that. Um, oh, and he would have reacted. The slams are starting. <laughs> but he walked away, so that was a great time for that. Um, my memory of Call of Duty is it's long in the past, so we're going to have some disagreements. But what I remember is you and I were playing with Jack and one other person who I don't know if I should name. Um, First name drop. Dylan. Dylan. Um, mm -hmm. And in my memory, you didn't teach me how to play at all. In your memory, you've discussed this. You taught me the basic controls. But in my memory, you just said, all right, we're going to play four-player Call of Duty. Have fun. <laughs> so I didn't know how to aim down sight for like at least a month, probably more. So a lot of the game was just you, when you're a kid, you'll really stick with anything like dumb games. You're just like, I got to see how they work. And now I'm like, I don't care, whatever. So it was just constantly losing. And eventually my only recourse was I would use the shotguns in the game because there at least you can out damage someone, even if you have the same reaction time. So eventually, especially in college, we played it a lot, probably too much. Um, and that was a lot of fun. But my <laughs> earliest memories are me losing over and over and over and over. So thanks for bringing that up for this podcast. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, I, I want to listen to your feelings and validate you. And I'll go on record right now and say, I never taught you how to play. <laughs> you were just, you. A, just an easy kill to me. <laughs> this, um, this really closes some, some sadness. This closes off. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm happier now. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and we'll go to Jack next, but I want to just expand on that a little bit. Uh, this was a weekly thing in middle school, really through high school, where people would come over once a week, maybe more than that, and play Call of Duty split screen. Um, boy, I don't know how we did that. You and I couldn't even play just the two of us uh, a year and a half ago. <laughs> it was, it's crazy to not have your own screen anymore to me. Jack, you, you and I have played Call of Duty the longest uh, of anyone here. I mean, with each other. Uh, we started with Modern Warfare 1, uh, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. I think that was maybe the first Xbox 360 game I got. And I remember distinctly booting it up and playing the uh, Captain Price wet work level and your dad saying, this looks good. It was, yeah, you either got that or uh, Halo uh first but right yeah yeah no I, I i remember my old man was impressed uh do you have anything to add uh to this uh conversation about split screening and who teaches who how to play games um well <laughs> thankfully i learned how to play at the same time as nick but i wasn't as good so like i don't know if like the the taunting and gloating you did when you would uh kill me and danny was more or less frustrating for me because like i feel like danny at least like for better or worse was like well i don't really know how to play and i was just like i know how to play and this guy's just being cheap and and, and rubbing it in my face oh the taunting the taunts were sorry i'm so good at this game uh, that was a I favorite that, i heard that a lot yeah, I just got to bring that back, my catchphrase. Sorry, I'm so good at this game. Nick, I don't think you ever really stopped. <laughs> I, I still, every now and again, when we play together, I'll hear it. Uh, uh, really? 
Wow. I'm just going to throw out a Call of Duty highlight because, you know, eating up a lot of time here. Uh, my roommate was on, like, it was COVID, you know, fall semester. Uh, my roommate was in the middle of his call, uh, constitutional law course in law school. And uh, I was playing Search and Destroy, and I just started yelling at some children uh, while he was in class. And um, yeah, that's my Call of Duty highlight. Did they respond to you, the children? Yeah, they did. They were okay. nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got a pretty good They like... started it, so that's, that's important. Oh, I, that I want that on the aspect. record. I, I really like that, Jack. Jack, like throughout the years that we've played games online together that anytime you could hear a child's voice you would immediately start antagonizing them <laughs> okay but they started it this time for real um, i don't okay i don't i don't i i only act in self-defense now it's cool i'm, I'm 27 it's great uh my <laughs> my dad just got here i'm gonna step away for a sec uh connor why don't you tell us about your experience with call of duty oh okay <laughs> guys who's in charge is i guess jake in charge welcome to react i guess yeah, i mean he didn't, connor, um, he didn't put host. me in charge uh, that's true i noticed he does, that i guess i'm the co-co-host oh uh, yeah. you know he told You've me to got the floor so yeah he told me to talk about uh call of duty i've been playing that for forever uh <laughs> it hit me when like uh i think when like most of us uh got it maybe except for jake i don't know but uh like around like middle school high school it just sort of became like the definitive thing to play when you were young because everyone was doing it and i remember very specifically and this involves boys who will not be named in this chat Whoa. for fear of them being embarrassed but we did make as middle schoolers do facebook posts about call of duty <laughs> it was wildly embarrassing i scrolled through my old timeline and i quickly deleted anything related to it it, it hurt physically to see all that i didn't uh, but delete my post where i said modern warfare 2 is the best video game of all time from 2008 november <laughs> but i did hide it <laughs> And I didn't delete it because I stick by those words. I just don't want anyone to see them. <laughs> That's a real week sticking by your words. I still believe it, but nobody else needs to know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, Nick, when we started hanging out more, I think all we did was play Call of Duty most of the time. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I love the portrait of me that's being painted here. <laughs> well, you know, it was, again, it was just that, like, it's such a long-running series. It just sort of stayed within our orbit for, like, so many years. And then when we got to college, because Modern Warfare 2 was still a thing, like, had a servers up, and, you know, what do board college kids do? Board college kids, when they're not invited to parties, do... Uh, like you, me, and Danny, we just play video games. I want it on the record that I, Jack, did get invited to parties. <laughs> this kid, uh, Jack, also on record antagonizes children uh, on video games. <laughs> uh, duality of man. Well, hey, like a duality of piece of shit. <laughs> okay, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> uh, are, you, are you there? <laughs> He doesn't have his camera uh, on. His mic is muted. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm listening. I'm following. Okay, Ryan. Um, I'm gonna bring up 
uh, one of the few times I remember playing Call of Duty with you besides Warzone uh, was when we were living together and I was, I decided I'm going to try to beat the Advanced Warfare, the one with Kevin Spacey in a prominent role <laughs> um, where he, wow. he was motion captured into the game and it's just Kevin Spacey the whole game. Uh, and I was trying to beat that. And Ryan, early on when I started, you said, hey, let me borrow the controller. <laughs> and you spent, I'm going to say, a half an hour trying to look at the dog's b-holes. <laughs> In my defense, they're fully modeled. <laughs> Someone had to make that. <laughs> Someone's job was to make that and put it into the game. I was just intrigued on on the effort that was put into it. <laughs> uh, and how about that's what I'm gonna say? Yeah, hey, you know what? I respect it. Uh, Reed, let's end on you. We'll close out on you. Um, what's your favorite memory of Nick Costanza in Call of Duty? My favorite memory of Nick Costanza in Call of Duty? Well. I'm a relative newcomer to uh, the Call of Duty scene. In fact, I uh, my first Call of Duty was Warzone in the winter of 2020. Um, I'm somewhat of a COVID baby. I didn't have a TV until then uh, as an adult. But um, my favorite memory of Nick in Call of Duty, mm, nothing springs to mind. Okay, and... Gentleness. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Ryan. <laughs> no, I, I would say my favorite memories of Nick are the, the ones that ground us in the fact that we're all human, namely when uh, he drives the helicopter and uh, ends up hitting a tree and killing the whole squad. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm so good at this game. <laughs> I said the thing. Is. <laughs> all right that's gonna close up the call of duty corner um i don't know if we have time for a second segment uh, jake did you have something no <laughs> okay then let's just move on um there was going to be uh, an emergence from the reactivator where it made us do a bunch of characters that's not going to happen i just want you all to know that uh but we are going to talk about a game of the week gary's mod is a sandbox game developed by face punch studios and published by valve Gary's Mod allows players to create and explore open world environments using Valve's uh, source game engine. In the base game, there are no objectives. It just gives players the opportunity to play with the physics engine and manipulate objects from fan favorite Valve games like Half-Life 2. It's really all Half-Life 2 if you don't have anything added to it. It was released in 2006 for Windows, got praised for its moddable world, and by December 2020 had sold over 18 million copies. Look at that. But... That's not really what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Trouble in Terrorist Town, which was developed initially in 2009. Uh, Face Punch Studios created a competition where they asked players to create a moddable game inside of their game. Um, these people created this thing called Trouble in Terrorist Town, uh, which was released officially in 2010 and became a mainstay of Gary's Mod. It's a sim similar concept to the party game Mafia. Uh, there are detectives and traitors and uh, innocents. <laughs> I think those are the three categories. Someone is a killer. Their objective is to kill everyone else. And then the detectives need to figure out 
who the traitor is and who is innocent. Am I rem- remembering correctly? There can be multiple traitors. Yeah, uh, depending yeah. on the uh... the size of the party. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then detectives get some special equipment. They get like a DNA scanner that they can use to trace a dead player's body and look for clues. But the idea is that everyone can talk to everyone. The traitor's trying to convince you they're innocent when they're not. Jake? I'm, this is a game within a game. Is that what I'm to understand? Yes, there are servers on this open world game where you go into it and it's basically like loading into a different video game okay i think i understand you know what a a modern comparison would be tell us among us that is true yeah wait explain that nick have you not played among Among us yeah you have a you have a traitor i think you have like a detective and you have a bunch of people to kill I'm sorry. I thought you meant a game within a game. I, <laughs> that's oh. the concept. Yes, um, it plays very similar to Among Us. Jake, have you played that? No, that sounds fun, though. <laughs> it, it was super big during quarantine. Um, but yes, it is the same concept where there are two traders who are on a spaceship and they're trying to kill all the other astronauts. And you play it with a bunch of people and end up mad at everybody or feeling like you're a bad liar or, or, oh. or both. <laughs> I would say the two distinctive features of this game are number one, uh, the voice chat feature uh, that you're more or less forced into if you want to play the game in good faith. Um, you're talking about trouble two, in terrorist town. Yeah. Yep. And number two, unlike uh, games such as Mafia or Among Us, even if you're an innocent, you can take matters into your own hands and using the weapon, the Counter Strike weapons available to you through the Source Engine you are able to take out anyone. Yeah, so sometimes you're innocent and you kill a bunch of people and get banned from the server when you abuse the voice chat function and just go on a tear and roast people. Sometimes. <laughs> who's, doing the, who's banning you? Who does the banning? Connor, can you explain how this works? Uh, there were moderators for the servers. Sure. <clears throat> so like servers are like, self-run like you'll create one and you'll open up and people can join it and when you join whatever's on the server for the game has to be downloaded to your system uh it's only ever temporary they'll delete it after you exit but they always have people who run the servers that make sure things run smoothly so like as reed had mentioned or nick had mentioned you someone can't just go through and shoot everybody without a punishment uh most people get like suspended from a server worst case banned so they can't rejoin uh, ever again uh thanks to reed and ryan i have been banned from multiple servers uh just because whenever i want to play them they would say oh i can't get in i'm banned uh i think a solid at pretty much every server i enjoyed going to i could not play with them because they would get banned because they could not play by the rules i would estimate that I- Ryan and I have both been banned from in excess of a third of all servers <laughs> on Gary's mod. And there's well, a lot. Do you really miss do you really miss the 24-7 Minecraft server? Well, no, I don't because that was the one we were forced into because it was the one server we weren't fucking banned from. And by so that you, I mean you guys. So you're guilty by association? Is that ba- cor- sure? Correct? I, I I can join the server, but I can't play with my friends because they're banned. And Got so, it. okay. 
And the only server I don't particularly mind being banned from, and this was a, a joint effort between me, Reed, and Ryan. I don't think anybody else was there but us, but it was the uh, Christian uh, rated E for everyone server. Uh, no swearing or anything like that. Like, um, I was just thinking about it. Still just full-on violence of shooting people in the face, but saying fuck gets you in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I think you guys got mad pretty quickly from that one. <laughs> it, uh, it, was, it was all right. When you start asking uh, just in the in the text chat, can I say fuck? Can I say shit? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the one I remember most is um, I think Ryan had said ass or something, and then we, yeah, we got a quick warning from the administrator. He said, "Hey, no swearing," and I think I immediately typed back, "Why the fuck not?" And then just immediately got chat, um, like muted. I couldn't type anything. And I think at the end of my like ten minute thing, I was like, "I'm sorry, I understand. I, I won't do it again." He's like, "Okay, good." And as soon as he did, I started just saying "fuck" as many times as possible, and immediately got banned from the server. I think Reeves started shouting like. In voice chat, <laughs> Reed, everything that Reed, you can Reed think of. Probably started shouting the same that fucking Judge Dreadline, which I, I think I had sent the a clip to us in the group chat at one point, and Reed just kept saying, "I am the law," <laughs> even when he was just like a detective. Yeah, that was a staple of these games, uh, especially as they went on. I would say most of what you said, Reed, was I am the law, I am the law, I am the law, with no breaks in between. Impressively long, um, and we couldn't mute you. <laughs> I will say that the skills I developed through abusing the voice chat in, in these servers has really propelled my saxophone career uh, through the development mm. of proper breath support. Oh, oh it expanded God. your lungs. We're calling it a career. I thought this was a small hobby. How, how many careers uh, pay you zero dollars? All right, calm down, Miles Davis. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, Louis Armstrong, famous saxophone <laughs> player. <laughs> Danny. No, I. <laughs> you yeah. unmuted yourself. <laughs> it wasn't worth it. <laughs> I wasn't going to top that joke. So uh, <laughs> joke's doing a lot for me there. Thank you. <laughs> um, so Just Six Boys, I understand this is one of our favorite games. Uh, I know we got into it a bit, but yeah, just to confirm here, when we weren't playing Call of Duty, often we would all get on Steam together. We would load up Gary's Mod and uh, really all of us, uh, Danny, you're maybe there the, the least amount, but uh, still you, you played some games and we would all jump in together. We would all be annoying. Um, I got my own fair share of bands. My thing is that I would kill everyone without saying anything at all, <laughs> which because I wasn't obnoxious about it, I could get by sometimes, but uh, I loved it. I, I think another memory I have involves Jack. It, it's happened two times is that we were both traders uh, one time and me and Jack were just standing next to each other and he immediately hops on the voice chat and just goes, hey, this guy's shooting at me and immediately starts shooting at me <laughs> to throw people off his scent. Doesn't sound like me. You did that twice <laughs> within the same, the same session that night. I might have thrown that into my bag of tricks after it <laughs> happened. And I'm pretty sure the second time I did kill you. <laughs> 
That also doesn't sound like me. Yeah, I mean, so Jake yell at children. <laughs> so Jake, to let you know too, in this game, when when you're dead, you're dead for a while. So we we would blow our chances sometimes at even playing the game by playing it wrong. And I'm I, I would say this happens in Warzone too, but maybe the first two games we play of something together, we are focused, we're in it, and then it's just diminishing returns from there. Okay. It well, gets sillier. We have no attention span. Go ahead, Jack. I'm just going to butt in while we're on the theme of diminishing returns. The other fun feature is the more you kill your innocent teammates, the less damage you put out. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Some servers did so- have that. If there were servers where they were particularly patient, they would like let some of us going on our little team killing streaks. And then we'd get traded and we'd be all excited to like betray people. And we'd shoot someone in the face and it'd do like two damage out of a hundred. And it would just be like, we couldn't play on that server for the rest of the night. Yeah. Oh yeah, they had a, a karma system. If you played right, your damage would, I think get boosted a little bit. But if you played wrong and just killed innocent people when you weren't a traitor, that was the punishment. You had a damage reduction. And I think I think there's like a minor reputation system too. I'm trying to remember. I think karma was the biggest one just because you could see it on the scoreboard. I remember that now, yeah. Yeah, karma karma was very prevalent. And I mean, in terms of an economic system of incentives, really models our capitalist ethos. So I, for one, uh, big proponent of the karma system. So with Tyler God, we're going hyper-capitalist in the podcast. <laughs> No more punk to keep us down, you know? <laughs> That's right. You know, there were, there were really hilarious ways to kind of get around that karma system. You know, there were like the discombobulators that could like- Oh, yeah. Cliffs. There were, you could like throw objects really fast by spinning your mouse around, <laughs> by like turning up your mouse acceleration and like, uh, <laughs> like people with objects and like picking them up and throwing them. <laughs> um, and you can like blow up barrels and stuff and like explosive barrels that were just like around the, the room and stuff. Uh, I, I think the to, dis- just to mess with people. <laughs> yeah, I think the discombobulator is the best one. So the discombobulator is modeled after the, the counter-strike grenade and it would blow up. It wouldn't do any damage, but it would send people flying. Like it just pushed them away. And there was a map, uh, I think called Towers, that was just like, uh, you play on like as these high rises connected by bridges. And you could just throw discombobulators at like groups of people and just blow them off buildings, whether or not they were innocent or not. And so I think that was one of our main ways of getting away with, you know, just killing people for no reason. Oh, and great. in the reverse, um, another way that you could abuse the karma system uh, that I really enjoyed doing was I would antagonize people enough and then uh, give them an ultimatum, I would say, kill oh, my innocence. Uh, I would get killed. I was innocent. <laughs> you completely ruined the game for some people. <laughs> it was very <laughs> Salem Witch Trials-esque, where if you die, you're innocent. There <laughs> <laughs> was, was no win scenario for that. <laughs> uh, Guys, I'm, I'm starting to think we're a little annoying in high school. Uh, in high school? school. <laughs> <laughs> so i want to talk about two other things here does anybody remember when we went to the server of people who were dark role playing i don't know if i was there for that one 
Reeves seems to remember. And maybe he can fill us in here, but there was a thing in this game for a while where people almost like they were playing Dungeons and Dragons on their on somebody else's time. They would come in, they would be doing their own storyline and just talking to each other in some kind of character. And then on one specific server, they would kill everyone and then make us all watch them play the game as they just talk to each other in character as some like anime thing. One of the guys is still my friend on Steam for some reason. Danny, go ahead, please. You're talking about? Lindsay, believe that name. Oh, whoops. Here's who we're going to talk about next. <laughs> I do remember it was ringing no bells. And then you said having to sit there. Because well, when you're dead, you can't voice chat. You just have to sit there and wait. And just hearing them talk. I remembered that all of a sudden, a flashbulb memory of just being like, why am I doing this? Why am I here? <laughs> do you remember the kind of stuff they were saying to each other at all? No, I think Reed might. I, I couldn't recall, honestly. I, I do remember it just being kind of forced there. And I, I one bit of context I want to point out is that when we were playing this game, we would play from maybe 9 p.m. until 2, 3, sometimes even 4 a.m. on a Friday night. Yeah, it was quite a bit during the summer, especially. During, yeah, I mean, I, when time became uh, immaterial, just a, a kind of ooze, uh, the gaming would go on forever. Um, but if I recall, this happened sometime around between 1.30 and 2.30. So my brain was shot at that point. Yeah, this was another thing with us. We would start late, like sometimes at 11 p.m. and then go until 4 a.m. some days, some weekends. Um, also, my uh, my dad's Uber pulled up outside and dropped him off and immediately got a flat tire. And so I just heard a noise outside. There's a handyman sitting on my front porch <laughs> screwing their tire to put a new one on. Oh, no. I know. I think my dad is checking on her. Uh, okay. I Yeah. So really quickly, um, why should I time stamped when you said that name? Let's talk about uh, my college roommate real quick, um, who became a component of these <laughs> games. <laughs> he and I had a I would say contentious relationship, but it was contentious from me to him. He, <laughs> I, on one of the first nights, maybe the first night I stayed in this dorm, he whispered something weird to me. We were both in bed and he was like, we're going to be great friends or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so what I had- What a freak. <laughs> what a freak. Uh, Wait, is this, uh, is this SCM? Yeah, those are the okay. <laughs> yes, his uh, Steam name uh, initials. Uh, what do you guys remember from your perspective about this character? Uh, a bit of a goober. I'd say per- perfectly harmless, just maybe a bit of a goober, little goofy guy. But he yeah. uh, he didn't know that we would target him in games sometimes. <laughs> yeah. What what sticks out to me was that. Nick would often, um, you know, throw out the the fishing line and reel him in. Uh, He would join the game and somehow over, you know, the course of two, three, four months, at no point realized that um, it was the same group of people playing with him every single time. That's right. He didn't realize that you guys were my friends when we would be in these games together. So 
he I would yeah when I think what Ree is referring to sometimes I would kind of bait you guys into killing him because I knew he'd go crazy on the chat and then I just have to be like what who did that <laughs> I don't know <laughs> um yeah boy this is a I'm really looking great on this episode huh <laughs> <laughs> I should have realized already uh we were we were griefers in game and out of the game too well, yeah. what I've to been thinking extent. is this is really a good, it was a perfect game for high school, like people, but especially dumb idiots like us, where, yeah, like none of us, I don't think would do this now, maybe Nick a tiny bit, but um, I've seen, I've seen some Warzone clips, but um, it was just a way to really be a dick before we had our empathy completely done. And now I don't think we would do that, but we come off real bad. <laughs> I think it's good that we chose to limit our bad behavior to a video game online which is still also not good given the amount of you know cyberbullying that goes on but overall in comparison i think to the what is i think you can cut this whole segment no (laughs) it's a a healthy outlet (laughs) it's an outlet that we we definitely utilize but then as soon as we quick we grew up we quickly dropped Depending on how much gets cut, I just want to say for the record, seriously, uh, most of what we did in the game made us look bad. We weren't making people feel bad about themselves on purpose or anything. If we were playing the game wrong, that's one thing, but we were never seriously insulting uh, anyone, uh, except for Jack with Kiss. (laughs) Uh, I don't know about that. (laughs) My prediction is this episode's going to go up as your birthday bash with just six boys talking about Call of Duty. A birthday roast, maybe. Yeah. I think all of the TTT stuff's going to get cut. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay doesn't cut anything. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Lindsay. Thank you. Should have told, told, told me that before you invited me on. Would have, would have appreciated some heads up. Um, does anyone oh, have... Jack, a... you might get this part. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually, that's actually really hard. Uh, okay. you've, looked, you've looked into it? I don't want to talk about it. It's common knowledge. As as one of the um, ethical, uh, one of the people who testified to um, his ethics, I can assure you that this would not impact his ability to practice law. Great. Thank you for that. Hey, Just Six Boys, it sounds like you're fans of Trouble in Terrorist Town, but have you ever been inside Trouble in Terrorist Town? No. Not that I can remember, no. I'm going to need a response from everyone. <laughs> no. Probably. Uh, how about you, Jake? You ever been in this game? Well, no. But this is an interesting one, right? Because, like, it's a game within a game, which is kind of what this podcast is. <laughs> Are you are oh. you just gonna drop us into Gary's mod and we have to find our way to the server? Do we have to search through the servers? The downloads for some of those were like thirty minutes. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. Hey, uh, if you guys look um, to each of your rights, I actually gave you a package. In oh yeah, Reed's got oh, hey. his there. Danny got his. Um, yeah, Jake, <laughs> I, I rewrapped yours, but you've already used this uh, on a previous episode. <laughs> oh, got it, got it. I didn't know I needed a new one. Yeah. Uh, or not a new one. Yeah, I mean, it's just an old one repurposed. We actually, I actually sent you all reactivators. I was thinking we could go inside and explore the game together. 
That sounds absolutely. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Okay, well, uh, as you all uh, may or may not be aware, I gathered you in here today um, because uh, somebody is dead. Someone is dead. That's terrible. Yes. We have to figure out who did it. And I would like to do it while preserving my dignity as the detective. I feel like there's a lot of like whispering and gossiping and I just need everybody's respect while we figure this out. Well, usually you get embarrassed somehow when you're trying to solve a case like this. (laughs) I get embarrassed? It seems like you lose a lot of dignity. You maybe solve the case, but our reputation of you goes down every time we do this. Yes, exactly. And I don't know why that is. I am willing to go to any means to figure out who who's the murderer, okay? Well, I'm innocent, and if you kill me, I'll be innocent. So I, I you could go ahead and shoot me now. I would like to interject and say that I don't think he's innocent. I saw him looking at me very funny when we were alone in the high-rise building. I turned around for one second, and when I looked back, he was pointing his gun right at my face. And when I, he, I saw him and he saw me, he, he quickly turned around. So I'm thinking a little, a little suspicious. Well, what, what, were that... the two, what were the two of you doing in the high-rise alone? I mean, I was, I was pointing just pointing my gun for... at him. <laughs> yeah, and I was pointing my gun back because I got scared. That sounds suspicious to me. That sounds suspicious. Jake, to add a wrinkle to this, they weren't yeah. alone. They weren't? No, I was there. Okay, that's a huge wrinkle. They just said they were alone in the high rise. Well, they couldn't see me. Uh, I was behind a door. I was just watching. Okay. And I think this newest guy might be the traitor. Yeah, I think he's the traitor too, actually. I'm pretty sure I did see him with a sniper rifle pointing at both of us. A little suspicious. I just saw a door ajar. I Nothing really looked off to me. Okay, you know what? I think I, I sent some, you seem to be cohorts in this. Nick, if I could take you aside for one second. Yeah, guys, I'll be right back. Okay, Nick? Mm-hmm. We're going to be the best of friends, okay? Uh, okay. okay. We're going to be the best of friends. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right, uh, now that uh, that has been sorted out, uh, it sounds like the, this new guy here, we do think it seems like you were spying on them with a sniper rifle. You understand how that makes you look guilty as a murderer? Well, I mean, we haven't corroborated the fact that it's a sniper rifle, but before you get into that, could I uh, talk to Nick for a second? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll be right back. Hey, Nick. Um, you look like you're just drenched in sweat. What What were you guys talking about? I mean, I don't want to hurt this detective's reputation. He's really trying to look dignified, but he I don't know him really, and he just pulled me aside to tell me we're going to be great friends. He put a... <laughs> You put a pack of lifesavers in my pocket. Okay, you guys have been talking too much separately to, together. Let's bring everybody back together. I think it might be a good idea if we search for any clues around here. Everybody get a buddy. Obviously, Nick and I are together. Um, uh, we'll be buddies. Um, does anybody else want to buddy up? 
Uh, I can buddy up with Nick. You know, I think we are suspicious of each other enough that it shouldn't be a problem. Hmm, um, okay. Uh, well, maybe Nick, just wear this uh, bracelet, this friendship bracelet. So uh, I see you coming in case uh, you pop up or somebody else sees you and tries to, I, I don't know, uh, befriend you. I, I think it's probably good that everybody knows that Nick and I were originally going to be partners and have been friends forever. And then we can split up a little bit. Well, before we split up, I mean, I think one thing that's really important for us to uh, establish here is what's in everybody's pocket. So can we all empty our pockets? Oh um, yeah, I have a sniper rifle, uh, a discombobulator, uh, a flashbang. Uh. I have a knife. Okay. Whoa, that's a terrorist weapon. How'd you, or a trade weapon. How'd you get that, pal? Um. Um, yes, and, um. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> moving no, on? No. <laughs> you asked Just, to, us to show us what was in our pockets. Yeah, and, and a trainer's weapon. I mean, we don't we just incomplete information. Yeah, and, just uh, listen, freezing uh, past. Listen, uh, Detective Jake, and also known as Nick's best friend. Yes, I, I think you, you ought to take not. these traitors down. Oh Detective God. Jake, do I have your permission to kill uh, Reed? Do I have your immunity? <laughs> I just, I can hand out immunity. I mean, that was my witness of murder. Important... I think I, I don't think I can just give you, I but cannot be. Huh? If he's a traitor, I'm a hero. So as long as you say it's... we think he's a traitor, I, I think you should protect me if anyone wants to attack me. It's definitely in the detective's handbook. Mm-hmm. It's in the handbook that I can absolve you of murder if it absolutely turns out he's a you're you're a detective. Town, you're the most innocent one here, so you get to decide who lawless. lives and dies. I, I'm gonna. I know I'm. I know I'm lead detective, and I am the law. I am gonna need a little clarification why we want to murder Reed because Jack had shifty eyes and had a terror uh, traitor's weapon on him, and we seem hey, to be glossing over hey, that. Jake, why are you talking about Jack? We haven't even seen what's in everybody's pockets. <laughs> okay. Jake, let me talk to you for a sec. Okay. Hey, um, I hold Nick's hand. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, don't really need to hold hands. I put on the bracelet for you. Okay. Great. Uh, Look, I, I think you're starting to look bad here by not letting Danny kill Reed. It just feels like you're losing control of the situation, and I really think you should start letting people kill people. Wow. I mean... It's totally fair. <laughs> Sorry, I overheard you guys. <laughs> Maybe okay, you should be I quieter. Mean... <laughs> okay. Uh, you're uh, my well... best friend, and I'll listen to whatever you say. Okay. Yeah. While their backs are turned, or, I actually stab Jack. Look, I I can read the room. I can tell that people are starting to, to gang up on me, despite the fact that look, we didn't even look inside my pockets or anything. So I I really like what? But look, Jack is dead. I don't think anybody's <laughs> ganging up on you, Reed. But go ahead. What's in your pockets? Um. Well, I got. Why would I show you my what's in my pockets? You were acting extremely suspicious after our friend just got killed. Yeah, did anybody see who was with Jack? I'm pretty sure Reed just stabbed them. Jake, you, you got to give Danny immunity and just so he can, can take him down. Can I shoot Reed? I am ready. No, hey, Jake, my I'm aiming, I'm aiming the gun directly a, at uh, health dispenser, please. You want me to buy a health dispenser for you? Yeah, uh, if you could use one of your, your, your command points. Sure, that's fine. Good. Here you go. Uh, you. And I guess 
Dan, <laughs> you're allowed to murder Reed. Done and done. As you read. Kill me to prove my innocence. He's dead. Oh. He's dead already. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I, you've been. Uh, let me check his body. It doesn't no, let me seem check like his body. Much damage. <laughs> it says innocent, but I have your immunity, so it's fine. Yes. Right, detective. Okay, cool. We're good. Wait, no, I feel Jake, like I'm being set up. I th- yes. I think it might be Danny. He he just wanted to get on your good side so he could shoot somebody. Look, I just want to be your best friend. I'm jealous of Nick. I. <laughs> I've said too much. <laughs> yeah. You wanted to be my best friend? I was, you never even <laughs> so you me wa- aside. Uh, well, I wanted to be Nick's best friend, you obviously. You heard me eavesdropping when Nick yeah, was, and you yeah, were talking. I did hear eavesdropping, which is a difficult thing to do. Normally, eavesdropping is a quiet, oh. um, it's a quiet uh, action. Okay, well, well, that body disappeared. Uh, <laughs> that just uh, happened, actually. <laughs> What's going on there? Do we have a ghost? Yes. <gasps> the Reed. ghost. It's not supposed to be able to chat, but maybe you can tell us who the killer is. Nick. What is in your pocket? Okay, let me see here. I got the uh pack of lifesavers. Let me just pop one in real quick. It's minty. Okay, I got this friendship bracelet. Oh, that was on my hand before. How'd it get in my pocket? Someone must have taken it off. Hey, is that hey. a candy one? Mm, let me take a bite of it. Mm, it's wood. Yeah, it I carved good, it. You carved it? It did taste good. I might... Jake. Jake, I'm sorry. I, I want to respect you as a detective, but it feels like you're obsessed with being everybody's best friend, especially me. I, just your best friend. Just I let I gave Dan immunity because you said I should. I and appreciate I, that. Yeah. And he killed an innocent you. man, and you look can, terrible. Hey, Detective Jake, can I kill Connor? No. Don't kill but, me. He's okay now. See, now he just wants to kill people. I think a little suspicious. It's so hard. My damage is so low. <laughs> no. He killed Reed. I don't think he did anything. He came back as a ghost. Was it a big loss? Wasn't a big loss. <laughs> All right, discombobulator. Think... Discombobulator goes off on the ground. I go flying. Ah, Nick! I set off my own discombobulator to get blasted uh, to follow Nick. Nick! Oh, I was almost away from you. <laughs> I dropped this. <laughs> I'm coming. You get blasted in a normal Gary's mod. <sighs> Whoa. This is boring. No, it's not. You can spawn a bunch of NPCs to shoot at. Hey, guys, check out my custom spray of uh, SpongeBob. I thought it was going to be your custom spray from Call of Duty. Uh, Why are you all here? Nick and I blasted (laughs) ourselves away for privacy. How did you all get into this? Where are we? Gary's Gary's land? Voice chat, dude. Yeah. Yeah, we're all in the same voice chat, so they followed us. Uh, Jake, Jake Honestly, was maybe taking the detective thing too seriously. He forgets that we're all from the same high school sometimes. Yeah. Oh, hey guys. Oh, Reed's back. <laughs> well, I'm glad the round ended. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jack got banned from that server. I think he's gone for good. He kept saying fuck over and over. <laughs> he also kept yelling at children while doing it. Really gross. Well, I just uh, Steam chatted Jack, and he said that the traitor is Connor. 
Oh. Not the round ended. Well, game's over. <laughs> Looks like I won, fellas. So you should let me shoot Connor, Jake. I don't have, I don't think I have authority in Gary's land. I think Gary does. Oh, be- before, before. Oh, before? Yeah, yeah, I guess I regret that. Why don't you bit. give him the opportunity now? To kill Connor outside of the terror, the who's a terrorist thing? Yeah, because even though you're no longer a detective, you still have your dignity. And you're still Nick's best friend. Yeah, that's right. All right, Nick, if you'd like me to let Dan kill Connor. Go for it. All right, convoluted, but I'm doing it. I shoot Connor. My body ragdolls. He was innocent. Just six boys. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, let's go one by one. Uh, we did lose Jack. He did actually get banned from the server and from the reactivator. He <laughs> won't be back. Um, let's start with uh, Connor Arkaki. Anything to plug? Uh, nothing personal to plug this time. I will do two quick shout outs. Uh, I'd like to shout out Video Games, a comedy show uh, run over by NPC Radio and Jeremy Schmidt. They're really cool guys. I liked being on their show for Jeremy's birthday a couple weeks ago. And also like to plug uh, Connor McCabe's podcast, Call Me By Your Game. Uh, fun little podcast, super nice and chill. Would definitely recommend it. Awesome. Thank you, Connor. He's been on both of those shows uh, and his episodes are all great. Uh, how about you, Ryan Koo? Anything to plug? Uh, I'd like to make a shout out to my friend Nick Costanza. It's his birthday today, if you haven't already known. Um, so I'd like to say happy birthday, Nick Costanza. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, Reed Dale. Yeah, I would love to plug uh, the Reactivators podcast. Uh, <laughs> longtime fan, uh, short time listener. Um, but... Short time. <laughs> yeah, you were a fan yeah. longer than you were listening. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys are uh, really good friends. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, first time <laughs> listener uh, and first time. Uh, up here. <laughs> oh, thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> uh, anything else, Reed? Um, no, you know, just uh, would like to plug, um, you know, the the idea that you can uh, move to a more plant based diet, uh, help stave off global warming, and uh, eat well in doing so. All right, wrap it up, hippie. Uh, we'll cut that. And Dan Frost, anything? Uh, two things I'd like to plug my band the regressions which at some point a second album will come out it's on spotify and others probably this fall but you never know uh, and the other thing i'd like to plug is nick for having a podcast because you're, it's your birthday and here in breaking kayfabe in the past i just bought your present today and it's really easy to do that when i could hear what you're into every week so i recommend everyone who has birthdays and friends have a podcast so you can know just what to buy you <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. Well, I'm mm-hmm. interested. It will be fun to see what gift I get. I'll post it on uh, social media. There you go. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for coming. Uh, Jake and I are going to do some plugs real quick, but um, you guys, not that this is relevant to the show, but you've never done improv before or taken any improv classes or anything like that. And I know it can be hard to participate on a podcast sometimes without um, much of a background. So thank you so much. You're all hilarious. And you guys are my best friends. I appreciate you being on. I no problem. dollars on classes. <laughs> you spent how much on classes? 5,000. Okay. <laughs> it is plausible. But you didn't, but you didn't go. <laughs> 
uh jake jabor the i'm a cowboy not a farmer kid thank you so much for co-hosting today you stepped in very last minute yeah of course wait is that i'm a farmer not a wait i'm a what what did, what's my nickname I'm a cowboy, not a farmer kid. Is that uh, a call back to the Red Dead Redemption that I refuse to play? It is, yeah. Wow, that's <laughs> impressive. That is well done. You famously won't play Red Dead Redemption 2 because in the late game, there is a farming component where you're not really a cowboy anymore. <laughs> yes. I appreciate you paying attention to that. Uh, and I'm sorry I didn't catch that the first time. Uh, Thanks for you- having me. Yes, thank you so much for being here. You're uh, hilarious and uh, a friend and a mentor to me, and I appreciate you uh, showing up on my birthday. I appreciate you too. Anything you'd like to plug today? Uh, yeah, um, uh, you can listen to the Meet Improv podcast with me and Josh Simpson. Uh, and I have a book out called Training to Be Myself. It's a memoir of sorts, uh, and you can pick that up anywhere you pick up your anywhere you like to pick up books. Uh, so that would be my big one. Fantastic. Well, thank you all. You can follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore Costanza and Tyler on Twitter at schnup69. There will always, uh, there will be a companion stream on Twitch at Nick Costanza every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can also follow our podcast at Reactivators on Twitter and Instagram. Shout out to our producer, Lindsay Deming, and happy birthday to stream producer Brent Flyberg. Just six boys. You guys are the best. Y'all made this show slap. This has been another episode of Reactivators. See you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.